I had the good fortune of meeting Dr. Ram Bhosle. I don't think too many people know about him, but his life is so fascinating. It's just unbelievably fascinating. But what is most fascinating about his life is it makes one feel that yes, everything is predetermined. Let me try and put it into a nutshell. You see, I met him a couple of times thanks to one friend who was an expert on mantras. Another friend who was a surgeon, and he used to live in Malabar Hill. In uh, someone very affluent had kept a room for him in their bungalow. Now, Dr. Ram Bhosle's life is just simply astonishing. You know, it begins with the fact that he is born to a warrior family, an aristocratic warrior family, descendants of Shivaji Maharaj. His mother dies within minutes of his birth, and he loses his father and sisters and brothers within the first five years of his life. Becomes an orphan. Uncle takes charge. Uncle is abusive. Child runs away. Starts begging for food. And already the series of just incredible events overtakes his life. At that young age of five, he's wandering around. And this child has this passion and desire to learn. And he gets obsessed with the desire to become a doctor and to heal, but there's no money. Where does the money come from? I'm I'm really condensing it, but you can read about Dr. Ram Goswami on the net. But the thing is, just see where all his life takes him. He decides to commit suicide because there's no way out. He's not able to pursue his passion. He doesn't have fifteen rupees for the entrance exam. He goes to a mountain outside Bombay, Tungareshwar. Decides to take his life, and a sage comes and stops him, and coaxes coaxes him, saying, "Don't take the life, because you will heal many people, and you will become a famous doctor." This sage was none other than Bhagwan Nityananda of Ganeshpur, and Bhagwan Nityananda also. Tells Ram Bosle that you will travel abroad 160 times. Now the boy, maybe sensing some hope, comes back. Somehow manages to get a job in gardening in JJ Hospital. One British officer at that time, you were ruled by the British, sees this boy, gets into conversation. And finds out that the boy's father had helped save the British officer in World War One in France because the father was in the army. And the British officer requests the hospital to take him into the medical division. Now this boy becomes very ambitious and wants to go and study in Vienna, but the dean flatly refuses. And at that time, the boy is so empowered by the freedom struggle and freedom fighters. He meets Dr. Subhash Chandra Bose and other politicians, 
who put in a word for him and he eventually goes to not only Vienna but London and I think Germany, I'm not sure. His life takes him there and at some point in his life he has even studied under great healers in the UK, decides to come back to India to follow the Indian techniques of healing and massage. Comes back to India, he starts becoming very renowned and famous because he studies a particular technique of massage, which is massaging, it's a light massage touch, which he heals people with. He goes to Pandit Nehru, Pandit Nehru sends him to Mahatma Gandhi, who's so happy with him that eventually Dr. Ram Bhosle has been to massage Churchill, Eisenhower, Alexander Fleming. I had read this in actually a book, but then recently I read it on the net. This is where his life took him. Now he comes back to India. I may not be getting it in chronological order, but he is fired by the passion to free India. That becomes his thing. So he gets involved in underground activities and guerrilla warfare against the British. So he has to run for cover when they realize this man has become a nuisance and he lands up in the Himalayas. He lands up in the Himalayas. Now someone, this part you may not read on the net, but someone who was very close to him told me about this, that at one sage's house he was told because we have this custom that the guest is gone. So the sage who took him in said, I will provide for your every need. And he said, oh, you really think you can up in the Himalayas? Get me a bottle of whiskey every night. And that bottle of whiskey, whiskey would materialize. But that's a bit of an aside. But not to mention that he even met the deathless master, Mahavtar Babaji in the Himalayas. And this I had asked Dr. Ram Bosley myself and he had confirmed it. So he does all that and spends time in the Himalayas and then once the news comes that India has got its independence, he comes back to Bombay and continues doing this healing massage. Thousands upon thousands of patients have been to. He would even go back to Ganeshpuri and run free camps for the locals because after all it began with Bhagwan Nityananda telling him he would go abroad 160 times. What an incredible story. If someone was just to follow his life path. And a couple of things, I don't know, you could call it coincidences, but I know he had, there was another very famous uh, Nath Yogi outside Bombay, Kapoli, called Gagangiri Nath Maharaj, whom I had the privilege of meeting. And Ram Bhosle had was close, very close to Gagandhari Maharaj. And 
he had said that once when he went to meet Gadungiri Maharaj, he waited outside because he saw the Navnats, the nine Nats, going into the room. And he waited for them to come out. Now what was really what took me aback was that the first time I went to visit Gavindri Maharaj, there was actually a wall, it was a short wall which had nine statues on it and I wondered who they were because the local host there said these are the Navnats. So maybe what Ram Ghosli saw there was some subtle aspect or significance to it, but it was pretty beautiful to hear that. They, they were very close. And a few small things I remember, uh, he had cataract. I think he had started going blind in his old age. And so my friend who was a surgeon, he had told him, because my friend said, why don't you get, it's the most simplest operation today. But he said, no. He said, I want to finish the karma in this life. So he refused to have that. And uh, it was extraordinary because when I met him, he was sitting on his bed, he was very old. But his hands could not stay still. They were, it was as if they were massaging the bed. They were really moving, you know, like in a very light way, but constantly. They could not stop. And uh, it was it was a very sweet encounter. But what I would like to end on is that he mentioned to me, and I think it must be in the book also, that he went abroad the exact number of times Bhagavan Nityananda said he would go abroad. Not one less trip, not one more trip. Which means, if all those trips were predetermined, then you could take it that everything in his life was predetermined. And I'd like to end on something which is slightly humorous because he had mentioned to my friend that upon his passing, he said, I'll be seeing who all come to my funeral. So then when he passed on, my friend called me and he said, you know, Dr. Ram Rosli has passed on, I'm planning to go. So I said, yes, yes, I better come, especially since he has said that. It was at Banganga. So, so we went for his funeral and it was very nice and quiet. And I just did a namaste to Baba and left. But truly, it is such grace to be able to have met such beings in Bombay, hear about their life stories, how they have selflessly given of themselves to people. How approachable they are. It's truly inspiring. And yes, it kind of 
really reinforced this thought that truly everything is predetermined. In this case, as Bhagwan Nityananda saw it. In fact, I read somewhere that Gagangiri Maharaj would tell people that when Ram Bhosle did his massage, the nadis, which are the etheric channels of the body, would become nadis, women, and he would flirt with them till they became well. Amazing gift. I had even asked him if he had seen Mahavtar Babaji in Bombay and he said yes once and even Babaji's sister once. It's fascinating. 